there, I'm Andrea Koppel, and it's time for Coffee, the podcast where you get to hear firsthand what the jobs and careers that interest you the most are really like. Hey there, Java junkies. Welcome to another K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. By the way, K-Cups come in three sizes, single, double, and triple shots, or roughly one minute, five minutes, or 10 minutes in length. So if you don't have time to throw back an entire caffeinated career conversation, these K-Cup mini episodes of T4C can give you a quick caffeinated fix, whether you're on the go or you only have a few minutes to binge. So grab your mug and take a chug, because it's time for a caffeinated career double shot K-Cup with my guest, Steve Hers. So let's talk about your new book. Don't take yes for an answer using authority, warmth, and energy to get exceptional results because it sounds to me just from that title, Steve, that that's also a character play. It is a character play. Yes, it is. You're very perceptive. Who did you have in mind when you were writing this book? I think I had in mind maybe a little bit myself and Maybe I was trying to think about my own children, just people who I think get this self-reinforced message every day that's so alluring. Oh, you're great. You're great. You're great. You're great. You're great. And why would you want to improve? Because you think that you're doing everything just good enough. So I I think it's endemic throughout all of society. The the book is being written for anybody who kind of wakes up one day and says, wait a minute, I need to improve. So what did you mean when you are telling your readers not to take yes for an answer? What I mean by that is you're not going to hear the word no very often. Very, very often, you you know, you'll either hear, like I said, you're going to get the A or the B because that's all that they give out in school anymore. You're going to get that participation trophy and it's going to feel like an MVP trophy. You're not going to get fired from your job anymore because companies don't fire you. And even when they don't renew your contract, in your case, or when they downsize or reorg, they're never going to tell you, hey, you know what? You are not someone we think has a future here. Or if you had done this, this, or this differently, you would be getting your contract renewed, whatever. But they never tell you that, right? They don't give you that warning. So you get caught up in this echo chamber of yes. And look, this is me too. This is everybody. We're not honest with each other. And it's incumbent upon you who realizes that you could be doing better in life to stop taking that proverbial and metaphorical yes in your life. Yeah. I mean, clearly we do have a situation now in this country where we've got more people who have lost their jobs since the Great Depression. So a lot of people are losing their jobs because of the coronavirus. But I think what you're saying is under normal circumstances, most people, eh, they'll be given some pile of whatever baloney as to why they're being let go. Or maybe as a young child, parents are bending over backwards, not wanting to disappoint their child, always wanting to build up their child. And so maybe that raises expectations to an unrealistic level. I think it does. And I think it's also the fact that we end up giving them a false sense of self-esteem that's built on a house of cards. And then you take that same house of cards into your own adult life. I got an A. I graduated college with a 3.6. I must be really smart. Well, actually, I'm not that smart because I was the victim, and I use the term victim loosely here, I was the victim of great inflation. And I actually would have been a lot better had I studied X or Y more. And that 
ultimately when you turn 30 or 40, then you pay the price for that. Yeah. In your book, you talk about how one of the most overlooked variables in your career is communication. And why is that? I would say the data shows that only 15% of your success is predicated and built upon your hard skills. And so we all get good enough at the hard skills because that's all we spend our time and energy on. And yet it leaves that giant 85% window of soft skills. And to me, the soft skills are all predicated on your communication skills. So both writing and spoken communications. Yeah. And and just like kind of the unspoken communications, your body language, how does that make me feel when I'm around you? The energy that you're creating with me, do you create a warm energy? Are you someone I trust viscerally? These are the kinds of things that I think are really underrated, underappreciated, underdiscussed, undertaught. And you go into the world without that understanding and that real soft skill proficiency, Mm. you go into it at, at your own peril. You really do. Yeah. You've now touched on one of the points that you have summed up in the acronym AWE, A-W-E. Can you break that down for our young listeners? Sure. It's really just a shorthand for what I think the soft skills are, or at least enough of them, is that A, authority. Do you present with competence? Are you someone that I believe can do the job for me? Would I hire you to operate on me or be my lawyer? Or would I promote you in my company because I believe you're competent and good at the job? Stylistically, do you have a good voice? Do you speak with passion, with energy? Do you have an emotional commitment to your own message? Do you not use filler words? That's the A piece of authority. How's your body language? Do you look me in the eye when you speak to me, right? That all goes into A authority. W is warmth. It's the trust that you engender with someone. It's that ability to connect with someone to make me feel like, hey, you care about me. I want to do business with you. I want you to be part of my company, part of my team, because I know that you're going to be in it for the collective good. You care about me too. You're not just in it for yourself. And are you communicating that, again, with your body language, with your verbiage and your nonverbal communication? Do you smile at me? Are you making eye contact when I'm talking? Are you asking questions? And then the E is the energy piece. How do I feel about you when I'm with you? How, what kind of a dynamic is created between us? Are you the type of person I want to be more around or less around? And those are the qualities, I think, that assuming everybody is somewhat equal in the hard skills, those are the qualities that are going to propel you in your life. Because you are going to be competing against people that are also good enough in the hard skills. Yeah. So that's a distinguishing factor, the awe factor. That's my thesis, and I'm sticking to it. Thanks for tuning in to this K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. If you want to listen to our entire caffeinated career conversation, please check out the show notes for this episode. Thanks so much for listening to Time for Coffee, where the professionals in the jobs that most interest you always have time to grab coffee 24-7, no matter where you live. I have one quick favor to ask you. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe to Time for Coffee. Thanks so much.